worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> you okay? You had to run in here. Just made it in 15 missed, seconds ago. <laughs> missed my 30. I missed my third bus, and then I had to run through snow. Locke said you got into it last night, too. Not really. The you beers? The beers? You sent like four pictures of beers you were drinking. <laughs> they were all different beers, too. That... I figured you got up on your horse last night. I uh, guess I drank six. <laughs> tall boys. No, it was one tall boy and, uh, and five. Uh, we were expecting you to be late this morning. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday we went to Den. I got my free breakfast. Woo! Oh, nice, nice, nice. But you Jeanette, paid for it. Jeanette was awesome. And um, Jimmy, we sit down and Jimmy starts recalling his Denny's memories. And I'm like, there's our topic. <laughs> so based on a conversation I had with Jimmy while I was eating my free Grand Slam okay. yesterday, we'll tie into that and uh, have a conversation about local bars. Okay. That's coming up. So Jimmy and I went for my free Denny's breakfast yesterday. Woo-hoo. By the way, I will recommend the blueberry pancakes. Jeanette said you got to have the blueberry pancakes. They were really good. And um, we sit down and he looks around and and you can see he's having a moment of of reflection. Nostalgia. Okay. And he goes, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of 3 a.m. after the town pump closed. (laughs) Gas pump. Oh, gas. Yeah, gas pump. Town pump, different thing. (laughs) And me and my buddy Bert used to go, and I'm like, okay, we need to talk about bars that you used to go to well, that are now gas, closed. The gas pump was notoriously a cougar bar. Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He will get it text. Was, it, was, it was the most well-known cougar bar It was in very the city. popular with the cougars. <laughs> that was where the older ladies were hanging out, was the gas pump. Uh, when did that one shut down? Do we know? I, I know it's been a few years. Where was it? Where is it? Uh, downtown. On 115th Street, just north of... Ch- I think it was 115. Something just, like that. Yeah. Is it something else now? No. Uh, it's it, it's a, one of those bars that was in, in the uh, basement or the lower level of an apartment building. Yeah. The gas pump. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. And like Jimmy's it, like, I miss the old gas pump. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was I was like yeah, it's popular clo- on the dance floor with the ladies and uh, just um, north or just yeah, just north of like where Teddy's is and stuff. Oh, so okay. Other side of Jasper, across Jasper. Uh, the cabins then, down there now. Yeah, yeah. yeah this um, it's uh, further. Yeah. East of uh, the cabin. OTR, like how close to that? Pretty close. Pretty close to that. But yeah. you about know eight, what? About six or seven blocks. 
It's on 114 it's Street. It's all in that. Yeah, it's 114. It's all in that same kind of area of Jasper. All right. Down, Don't get, yeah. ne- by the way, whenever you're driving Jimmy around, yeah. never get directions from him. <laughs> just, just based on this conversation and how confused we are about where this place is, you'll end up in Spruce Grove. Uh, <laughs> Turn left here. Lock on the rocks is on 117, and the gas pump was on 114. Yeah, it's eight blocks away. <laughs> okay, it feels like eight blocks when you're walking in. We're talking about the old haunts. Your old, your what old bar. Do you miss? Yeah, what bar do you miss that's gone now? The locker room topic of the day. What bar? Local bar? Ah, it doesn't even have to be a local bar. Maybe you're listening in I don't know somewhere in Alberta or Ontario or some <laughs> BC. Uh, what local bar do you miss? For me, I didn't like. I only moved here in 2014, right? So I even missed the gas pump. I've just heard stories about it. I missed the purple onion, all those. But Denizen Hall for me, that, that was that one's closed down, eh? Yeah, it's smoke now, right across from the arena. Denizen was like the first of the arcade bars. Yeah, they had old arcade games in. They had the Barkells playing every weekend. Like great cover band. It was just a great atmosphere. It was like what happened? I, I thought that place was rocking. <clears throat> you know what changed it? They put TVs in, and oh. it changed the atmosphere, the whole place. Okay, like it went from just being a cool, fun place to hang out to all of a sudden like being a little more sport barry, and it just kind of changed the atmosphere. I do remember it, you liking that place. Yeah, I loved that. That was my number one place to go to is Denizen Hall. All right, the locker room topic of the day. Good morning, Cruz. What bar do you miss? I know it's I know it's a country bar, but Esmeralda's Esmeralda's Ezzy's is going to come in a lot. I think mm-hmm. that was even if you weren't into, into country music, you might have been into country girls. Exactly. <laughs> What's your name? Dion. That has come in a lot. That's the number one. I knew that would be too number one one that's come in. When did that one close? Why did they close that bar? Uh bars just go through a cycle, right? Yeah, you can't charge ten cent cups of beer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We were hanging our hat on 10 cent pints. <laughs> and I think every bar or every city in Alberta had a bar named Ezzy's as well. Oh, even Tabor, we had one. Did you? Because when I lived in Medicine, Get out of here. When I lived oh, in yeah. Medicine Hat, was there was the an Ezzy's. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd Minster had a, an Ezzy's. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. The locker room topic of the day. What bar do you miss? Welcome to another edition of <laughs> that Thunderdome's is, yeah, coming. Yeah, lots of people texting in about the Thunderdome, which is now Union Hall. Okay. Uh, that's where the Thunderdome was, I believe. I think and Union... before that it was the Goonie Looney. I was gonna say there was another one before yeah. that that had a really funny name as well. <laughs> yeah, is this, sure from, this is this from the movie? Yeah. Doesn't... From from Thunderdome? From the Mad Max movie? Yes. You don't need another hero. No, this is No, this is what's love got to do. Oh no, th- no, this was Okay, sorry. I was gonna say this doesn't really match up with a Mad no. Max movie. Does no, it? okay, no. This is from this is from the movie. What's love got to do with it? I, I don't have. I don't have. We don't need another hero. That was from Mad Max. Yes. Are you sure? A hundred and ten percent. I I am that. so sure. I'm willing to bet and bet a tank of gas in your car. Which you I owe believe, him anyways, but I, yes, it is from, from it Mad Max is, Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, okay, there you go. Won a Grammy Award. <laughs> That's right. Or nominated at least. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. What bar do you miss? I miss the convention in South. We used to go there when they had the bikini girls uh, serving <laughs> us beer. 
and beer was uh, started out at twenty five cents for those uh, ALCB glasses. Oh, was that was that one of those bars that it was twenty five cents until someone peed and then it went to a buck <laughs> or something like that? Was that one of those? Uh, I don't remember that, but I, I remember the bikini girls because one of my friends married them. Oh, good stuff! Uh, All right, thanks for the call, Dave. Thanks, bye. I really remember the Bikini Girls. <laughs> That's what Mike from the Valley texted in, too. Oh, every Saturday, Sunshine Girls in bikinis serving oh, drinks. So funny. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Good morning, Cruz. What bar do you miss? Has anybody said the Thunderdome yet? Yeah, yeah that the Thunderdome. That just came in, oh, yeah. That's why okay, we were playing guess- Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Hockey fights on TVs before plasma TV, the tube TVs, right? Yeah, okay. With hockey fights on it, cages with girls dancing. Every midnight, if you remember correctly, they played either Thunderstruck or Enter Sandman. <laughs> and if you were lucky enough, if you looked through the little bubble at Argyle Arena, you might see a men's league fight or two. Is that the bar that uh, Fearless Fred did like Thursday nights too, or something like that? I think you're right. Yeah. 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 They used to do wet t-shirt it, contests there. That, that Fearless Fred. No, no Union Hall is just it's a not Union Hall. Oh, but okay. Union Hall is just a music venue now. Yeah, they so, just do okay. shows. Yeah. They just do shows. I don't even think they're like they're open outside of a there show. There are no mu- there are no nightclubs like that anymore. Yeah, no, we were all... talking about this. I'm 48. I had some people over for the UFC, and there's no... Is Bouncer even a job anymore? I don't think so, really. <laughs> like... No, well... I, I, they do the need place, they but... do need uh, bouncers at at some bars, but yeah, but Brados. it's just, it's <laughs> when the elderly get unruly. <laughs> the elderly, yeah. funny. We, when we there's got, a fight over of... oxygen tank hosing. <laughs> yeah, we got rid of the wet t-shirt contest, and we don't need bouncers anymore. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> what was your name? Right on, Copper Top Ryan. The locker room topic of the day. We'll wrap up here. We were chatting about bars that have closed based on a conversation Jimmy and I were. He was having fond memories of the old gas pump when yeah. we went to Denny's. He used to go get his grind on yeah. on the dance floor at the pump. <laughs> Jimmy had moons over Miami yesterday. It was yeah. like, I used to get moons over Miami after I went to the gas pump with my buddy, buddy Bert. I will say there was a stretch where I never went to a Denny's outside of like 3 a.m. 2 to 5 a.m. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah. That was the go-to. Yeah. They were always when open. I, when I was uh, one of the nine radio schools that I went to in Vancouver, there was a Denny's across the street, and we used to, we yeah, used to go there. Up. You know what? The coffee's pretty decent it at is. Denny's, It's a too. good place. I it's love It's a Denny's. good spot, yeah. Um, good Curti- consistent spot. Curtis misses the Beverly Crest, um, Newfie Chris, the Blue Quill. Rock City came in quite a bit. Okay. Um, so I, like some of these places I've never then, even heard of. I guess three for one Tuesdays and Thursdays. Rock City is where um, Jimmy hangs out with... Uh, um, wheelchair Bill or whatever his name is, Bill Ross. You guys go there for prawns every Thursday at O2s? Oh, uh, yeah. is that what it used, used to be? That's where Rock City was. Okay, used sure. to. Uh, yeah. Um, David's on Argyle. Yeah, Rock City again. The Sidetrack Cafe. I've heard that one a lot. Sidetrack was, I think, famous for a Stevie Ray Vaughan night, wasn't? Didn't he come to town like back in the eighties and, and and do it a night at the sidetrack? That sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I've had people recall that night. Like he played in front of like fifty people. I've met one or two people that were at that show. Sidetracks, yeah. Uh, polyamorous Pepper used to hang out at Berry Tees, which became oh, the Barry ranch. Tees became the ranch. Now it's Midway yeah. music venue. Yeah. Um, the Grinder we was a talk- really hot bar. Grumpy Berry said, <laughs> "It's an unfortunate name." <laughs> Let's move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. This was fun to reminisce, though. Welcome to the locker room. 
Old Tucker Carlson was in town last night. And uh, the only reason I'm talking about right now is because Grant has a Grant report coming up. And yeah. I'm very excited it's, about uh, this. 7.30, about 7.30, I'll have that. He was here to liberate us. <laughs> He's going to save everyone. Yeah. The guy who spends most of his life in khakis and a bow tie <laughs> comes from a country that's about to reelect Donald Trump and believes men need to spend more time sunning their nuts and taint. <laughs> And Thank you, Tucker. With one of the craziest laughs I've ever heard. Oh, it's bizarre. <laughs> That's actually pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. It's so bizarre. Would you be willing to trade all of this from this day to that for one chance? Just played after the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Theo Fleury got on a horse. Doing <laughs> 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 circles. <laughs> the locker room. So, if you're unaware, Jimmy is. What's the best way of describing Jimmy's love life? Non existent. Yeah. Very scarce. Yeah. So, he has he has been single. The, the ladies. Um, there's no revolving door. Mm-mm. Right? It's It's been. It's been dry. He's it's, been in a drought. He's been in a drought since 1986. How many years did they have to stay in the desert when they were freed from Egypt? <laughs> Moses? And- I, I think I've exceeded that. <laughs> I've, been in, I've been on a drought since like the 80s. I think we need to make it a thing before he turns 50 where we find him love. I don't disagree yeah. with that, but we have found that we might make things worse. True. Like Granton and I, our involvement does not help our little buddy James B. No. White. Now, when we have gone out of our way to try to hook you up or, you know, get involved in getting a date for you, things have not gone well. If anything, they've gone quite badly. When we've actually jumped in and tried to help out when you've had some interest... That has also interfered with the process. So we have both Grant and I have kind of agreed to stay out of that. We're not we're not at, we're not in a matchmaking game to begin with. No, but we always sort of felt like we could help the cause a little bit, and and we have since sort of eased off on that. But yeah. I think we can at times give you advice. And I found this. Grant's going to read the the mm-hmm. six things, but it's. Six things women go wild for when men do these things. It's little okay. things. It's nothing big. No, Just... it's, yeah, six little things. Um, number one. That's not a joke either. <laughs> uh, that went over my head. So, uh, that was a joke. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. He offers to pick her up was the first thing. Yeah, I'll stop by her house and In the let's Uber. take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> number two, he opened... Not a good start. <laughs> He opens and holds doors for her. I'm I'm that guy. I'll mm-hmm. yeah, you're open a, the door you're for the ladies. Holder. Yeah, yeah. Number three, actively listen when she is talking. This is going to be difficult for you because mm-hmm. you are not a good listener. We've established that. You're good at repeating things that you hear. You're good at repeating things that I've just said. <laughs> 
<laughs> Number four, he messages or calls after the date. The one thing, though, that we need to throw a caveat into that, right? Mm-hmm. Because Jimmy would be the smothering. Remember we talked about yeah. the, the Jimmy version, like men are uh, either a German Shepherd or a Golden Retriever. Yeah. Jimmy is definitely going to be the Golden Retriever mm-hmm. of the male side of things. So yeah, you you can can't overdo it. Message but, or call, but don't be like, don't blow up her phone. Yeah. Like in the next day, if you do get a date, I would fire her a note. Hey, that was really nice. That was great. Totally. Thanks. Thanks for that. Right. And, and the next day, you're sorry, a I spilled optimistic. cheese sauce on you. <laughs> <laughs> number five, he gives her honest compliments. Be careful with that too, because you tend to come off creepy. a little creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're uh, complimenting women, I'm always concerned about that. And number six, I, we have. I know that Jimmy would have no problem doing this, based on his. Um, his past of offering to pay for trips for women and tipping them largely. Yeah. Uh, number six was he offers to pay on the date. Oh, Jimmy's a pair. Yeah. Oh, no. He would, if it's a woman, like, I mean, I've seen him literally offer to pay for trips with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for the whole thing. I'll, I got it. Could have picked up breakfast for me yesterday, but that's okay. <laughs> You're not a lady. <laughs> Cruise roads and weather. Cruise traffic is powered by Garage 104. Get a one-way starter installed with remote starting from just $4.99 on most models. Garage 104, 65th Ave and Calgary Trail. I took my car, the Subaru, because we're probably going to flip that, and mm-hmm. sell it, and then we're going to buy a new vehicle here in the next month or so. And I took it to Garage 104 um, the other day. Unbelievable. The yeah, thing looks brand new. They honestly, you don't want to sell your car now because it comes out of their shop looking brand new. <laughs> Jimmy was getting in it yesterday. I'm like, not the, not the shoes. Do not breathe in here. <laughs> Do not breathe. Let me lay down plastic. <laughs> Uh, anyway. The Grant Report, brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies, supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. So, Tucker Carlson was in Edmonton last night. He managed to sneak across the border in Danielle Smith's trunk and made his way to Rogers Arena. Tucker promised he was here to liberate Canada from the evil grip of Justin Trudeau, which I'm okay with. Let's get rid of Trudeau, okay? But Tucker, I know you're just here because they paid you to come here, but I'm not sure if you know this. Your liberation tour came to the one place in Canada that does not need to be convinced that JT needs to go. <laughs> you came to Alberta to tell us to get rid of Trudeau. Yeah, we've been trying, man. We've been trying. We have no say. Set up some speaking dates in Quebec if you really want to liberate. <laughs> Coming to Alberta to fill an arena to tell people that Trudeau is bad is like me going to a local wrestling event in the city and trying to convince people that Mountain Dew is better than water. It's not going to be hard to do. Or if I booked a night at the Confederation Arena in Tabor to talk about the benefits of an all-corn diet. <laughs> It's probably not going to be hard to convince my audience of that. Uh, Anyways, now thanks to Tucker's visit, we can openly speak out about how much we don't like Trudeau. Something we weren't allowed to do before, so thank you, Tucker Carlson. The Grand Report is brought to you by our Make Wings Cheap Again line of merchandise. (laughs) Together, we can restore wing nights. 
Text us now to join the movement. Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. So we have a guest coming in today. Massive damage. He is the head of Monster Pro Wrestling. And he's a very close friend of Jimmy's. There's an event next Friday, right? Yes. And we're giving away tickets on the locker room. Yes. What's that one called? I don't the know. The Last Stand or the, something New like Heights. That. Or something. I just did the voicing for it. Yeah. Okay. So um, we'll have tickets for that on the locker room. And ticket information, if you want that, just send Jimmy a quick little note. Massive's coming in today not to talk about next week's event, but he's coming in today to talk about a documentary that his, he was involved in. So, yeah, he was part of this. So what it is is they do this thing. It's called a death tour every year. It's a, They go to... Uh, uh, of First Nations communities in, uh, in uh, northern Manitoba. It's a really cool story. And, yeah, it's, and, it looks good. And they did a documentary on it. So he was just last week, he was down in Utah. They did at a slam dance festival, the uh, film festival. They did a huge thing where, you know, uh, Chris Jericho, who was one of the producers, Chris was Jericho. there. I had it wrong. What did you think? I said Brad Hart, but I, oh, I don't know the wrestling. Yeah. World. Right. No, it was. Anyway. And, and so he was there, and it was a huge event. And so him and the matriarch, who we also worked together. Massive this. sent me a note yesterday, and he was talking about the premiere here in Edmonton, and he's taking the locker room. When is that? Do we have any idea? It's, some, it's in the, March, the, I think. The film festival here in Edmonton, whenever that is. Okay, well, mm-hmm. we'll get the dates out in case people want. Check he said it out. sometime in the summer. Big wrestling fans. Anyway, we'll get more from Massive and we his just, involvement. We just wanted to um, like get this out there before we talk to him, though, because there might be bad blood between you Everything two. okay with you um, and Massive right now? Are yeah. things okay? Yeah. Okay, because he posted that he's wrestling this weekend, and he's going to Redwater for an event, and there's a lot of the MPW wrestlers he's taking with him. And we noticed that he's not taking you, but he's taking Bruce instead. Bad Apple Bruce. The little person, the other little person wrestler in Alberta. I'm being replaced? You're being replaced by Bruce on this Okay, event. so BEW isn't his... Uh, no, isn't, but there's a lot of Monster but, Pro wrestlers. There's, but, there's uh, um, but Jerry Bruce, the Joker. Uh, Bruce, uh, Canadian badass. He does a lot of shows. I like Bad shows. Apple Bruce better. Bad Apple Bruce is <laughs> He does a lot better. of shows for BEW. Okay. I just want to make sure. We just want to clear the air, right? Yeah, we just want to make like sure. We're know, we're good. I mean, you know, we're... I, like, I, is there some tension between the two of you? There's, there's a bit of tension because he's kind of turned on me a few times in the shows. Okay. But that's, that's kind of... Uh, All right. But then, he's, when's little Pedro fighting again? Yeah, when he's in your next skit. And why uh, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't he invite you down this weekend? I, like, I don't understand. Uh, I don't... Do you want us to bring it up with him? No, I, I, th- I think I think we should be good, but I think his his thing is is uh, you know he probably has a capacity uh, uh, maximum capacity for little people because we are kind of annoying. So he says, "Smelly." Okay. So, All right. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you've told me that too. We just want to make sure that everything's going to be good no, when I'm, he comes no, I, when he comes I, on I the show. I, I think we're good. Awesome. Okay. Good. I'm you know, glad we did this. Yeah. No, this is good. Get this out in the air. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. 
Before we get into the Deadpool conversation, just a heads up for the Jedi Jimmy fans out there. He dropped a Star Wars podcast yesterday. Yeah, it was just a quick little breakdown of the the uh, final season of The Bad Batch. and He brought it up with me yesterday. Can we do Star Wars news on this? And I said, no. We cannot, but... Do a little podcast on it. That's a cartoon. Yeah. It's just a step too far. Um, so there you go. Where did you put it? It's on our YouTube page. It's, it's on our It's on our YouTube page on all my social media. You got a Star Wars fan in your family. Jedi Jimmy is a good follow. So mm-hmm. he's he knows more about Star Wars than... It's then it's healthy. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds put out a post yesterday that they're done wrapping up. They're in the final stages of production with mm-hmm. the new Deadpool. You know what? It's going to be a good year for movies this year. Yeah, there's and, a lot of good ones coming out. And TV, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the writer's strike and everything that got sort of held back, um, I think we're going to get a good, like... Like dose of of stuff yeah. this year. I mean, Deadpool three, The Fall Guy is another movie. Ryan Reynolds, I believe, is in that. That's really good looking. Yeah. Um, Joker two. Yeah. There's uh, the, gonna be quite a good the new Twister movie. <sighs> Furiosa, the Mad Max movie, Dune Part two, another Quiet Place. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a good lots. year if you're a movie fan. It'll be a great year. And Bad Batch um, season three. The... <laughs> The Deadpool is going to drop in July, and here's my question, because every time we have this Deadpool conversation, we always have behind the scenes where, is this nerd news? And the reason why we, Grant and I, are kind of like, this isn't really nerd news. I I could tell you why you guys don't, uh, you guys don't think this is nerd news because we like most because you guys like it (laughs) because most of the nerd news uh, that i talk about angers you and you usually turn off my mic but this you want to know you're like hey what's going on here who's in this who's this person you know that you know what i think because you brought up that lukey is in it and there's a bunch of yeah there's a bunch more of these super nerds in there yeah Yeah. So I I think that this is Ryan Reynolds' way of making fun of it. God no. A little bit, yeah. No. I mean he's been making fun of the X Men throughout the whole series. Throughout the first two. Right? He's always making fun of the X Men. I think this is his attempt at it's 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 not he's he's not He's Deep down, not, he's a nerd. He's been in tons of, uh, like, not tons, but he's been in a, a few so? nerd shows. Like, he was in uh, Green Lantern, which he hated uh, being part of because well, of the an, uh, was a animated movie, suit. Yeah. But he was also in Blade. He was also... His performance in Blade was brutal. <laughs> that was not good. I'm not wrong, right? No, he was great in Blade. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love it how you always prove my points. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Alright, so there you go. Deadpool news. They're done. They're, it's a wrap and they haven't moved the the date. Like, it's been, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the last couple of years with all the strikes and everything like that, everything's been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So when we get a Deadpool date, you know... <laughs> Two months later, after they release the time it's coming out, they have to push it again. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's a big summer release. It'll probably be the biggest release of the summer, and we're looking at July 26th. Mm-hmm. So, are we st- are we still doing the competition between the locker room to see who can grow the better chops? I think so. Grant, you in? Yeah, I think so. We can do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're doing a Wolverine beard growing. We'll have to start. I need time. Unlike you two hairy bastards, I need yeah. Yeah. I need a good six weeks. So we got to start at the beginning of June, I think, for 
for this to look okay for me. All right. I think have you, you should. Talked st- to, I think you should start now. Have you talked to Mac? <laughs> have you talked to Mac about it? Oh, she was fine. She's fine with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She doesn't mind facial hair. No, she you. loves facial hair. She won't let me shave. <laughs> <laughs> From the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. Liberal MPs are speaking out, saying they still have confidence in Justin Trudeau after one of the caucus colleagues. Um, MP Ken McDonald suggested that the Liberals should have a leadership review to see if he is still the person they want leading the party into the next election. The Liberal caucus is meeting right now ahead of the House of Commons return from winter break next week. That's where Ken uh, made his comments. He said in his in his riding, um, he has heard a lot of hatred for Trudeau what? and a lot of people saying they would not vote for him. So he thinks that the Liberals need to do something. So uh, not the first time he's also spoken out and broken party lines. Uh, he was the MP that was um, speaking out against the carbon tax not so long ago. Um, so he's. I, I like that he is not just following policy from the party. Like he's actually listening to his constituents. Yeah. And he's going, hey, my people hate this guy. Yeah. Can we get rid of like them? They really yeah. hate them. Hey, they hate the carbon tax. Yeah. I'm I'm they voted for me to stick up for them, so I'm gonna voice what they're telling me. Like he's not silencing himself. It's, it's kinda rare in politics, um, actually. Yeah, so they're saying they're not gonna do a leadership review. We have confidence in Trudeau, but there is within the party some questions, so that'll grow too. Yeah, right? I think as, it will as we get closer. I don't think he wins the next election. I don't know. The polls are really bad for, yeah. for JT as well. Like, I think they have to go someone, and like, I don't think they like JT steps down and then Christia Freeland st- st- steps in. I, like, I think they got to go with someone that hasn't been in the spotlight. Yeah, you're right. I don't think Christine Freeland is, is the answer. Is, is no one that has the stink of Trudeau on them. Like, <laughs> 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 well, it's kind of blunt, but it's true. Right? He's, like, He's got, you know, bad juju. Yeah, yeah. You made me choke. (laughs) Another moment with Dr. Locke. All right. I'm going to add some years to your life today with this segment. This is about longevity and a couple of easy things that you can do. Just add this to your routine. Okay. I'm telling you it's going to help out. And and I didn't come up with this stuff. I just found it, but I agree with it. That's why I'm endorsing it as a medical professional. You heard it at one of your lectures that you attend at the university. If you can if you can fit a 5 minute workout into your day, which everybody should be able to, that's going to go a long way. Okay? 5 minutes. It's all you need. Whatever it is. I was talking to my buddy yesterday about just the push-ups. Mm-hmm. I fa- I actually cuz we're doing 100 push-ups a day, but I'm doing 10 at a time. Yeah. And I feel actually quite a bit stronger just from just from that. And are you able to do more like real push-ups now than you were at the start? No. I can't. Thanks for answering for me. <laughs> I'm like, feeling a bit stronger. I'm still not doing, like, I do 10 at a time. Yeah. And I'm still not always doing 10 real push-ups. Mm. It's embarrassing, but yeah, whatever. Like, my, like, when I do it, like my bones cre- uh, grind. and Yeah, yeah. The sleep thing's huge. We talk about this mm-hmm. all the time, and I think we're hyper-focused on it because we're up at, like, a stupid hour, and everybody that we talk to goes, how do you do that? How do you do What time do you go to bed? So if you're having trouble sleeping, instead of counting the hours, and I, again, I'd never heard of this, instead of counting the hours, start focusing on when you go to bed. 
jobs. Don't don't sit there and go, oh, I only got six hours of sleep last night. Because you're going to stress about... Not sleeping not enough? Not sleeping. It's going to cause more issues. Instead, don't count how long you've slept. Just make it a regular routine to go to bed at the same time. I thought okay. that was brilliant. Interesting. Yes. Um, and then there was some other stuff about mindfulness and... <laughs> Stuff you don't believe in. <laughs> and Being talking calm to and friends and put your phone down socializing. and all that. I just, those two points I wanted to pass along. There you go. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Bit of a controversial movie coming out this summer. Actually, it's actually not that far away. I think it's the end of March. Um, yeah, I believe so. Roadhouse. I saw the poster yesterday. March 21st. Jar- Jake Gyllenhaal. And um, it's got Conor uh, McGregor in it. Mm-hmm. He's the bad guy, apparently. And here's what I think is going to happen with this movie. I, I have a few, because I'm sort of on the fence with it. Because as much as I enjoyed the original, that sort of the cheese factor of the original Patrick Swayze Roadhouse, and it has sort of a special place in my heart. Oh, I gotta yeah. rewatch that soon. Oh, it's it's a great movie. It, it I is, love. It's such it's, a, it's cheesy and, and everything good. else, but it's it's entertaining. So there's a lot of people out there who are like, "What are you doing? Why are you replacing? You can't you can't remake that." Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that Jake's a little slimy. I, I'm not a big fan of Jake Gyllenhaal, to be honest. But if people can get past that, and once they see the trailer, which dropped today, because I've watched it. I think people might come around on it. It's not a real. There's a watching the trailer because I know the Roadhouse movie quite well. He uses some of Patrick Swayze's lines, and it bugs me. There's, oh, a, couple, okay. uh, there's a couple of his lines that well, he hit, uses. Hit the trailer. We've got it up on the screen here. It's a prime movie. Before I wonder if start, it'll be in theaters. Do you have insurance? What? Your coverage good? Like, you have dental? Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it, like, too far? About, like, 25 minutes, I'd say. <laughs> oh, I just slapped you. Are you all right? What? Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe it's going to have some of that cheesiness. So you like to fight? You ever win? Oh, here's the love oh, interest. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's... She's a nurse. She smiled at Because that uh, line that he used right there, he stole from Patrick. UFC, he's a fighter. I remember that UFC event where they brought in the cameras I remember that for too. his. Yeah, everyone was making fun of it. Yeah. A friend of mine suggested I come uh, talk to Well, him. and you're filming, you're doing fake fighting in front of a UFC crowd. Yeah. It's not going to go well. Who? Okay, hold on. That's that was a quick shot of the band. Yeah, who's replacing Jeff Healy? Is that, is that out there? I was trying to find it and I couldn't find who's the band. I, I did got to get someone famous to do it, though, right? But that, that clip was really quick. Yeah. Yeah. There ah, anyway, it'll be, it'll be okay. It's, it's out there. If you're a fan of the Roadhouse, here's what I suggest you do. Watch the trailer, because the trailer looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Watch the trailer. It's like, hold off your opinion. Because mm-hmm. um, I think this is going to be cheesy, but it's it's a... I think it'll be decent. Like, I think I, it'll be a one-time yeah. watch, and it won't become a cult classic like Roadhouse, no. but... No. Yeah. You're right. Like, it'll be a good... All right, Friday night. entertaining. I got six Budweiser in me. I'll watch it. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Do you guys want to hear about my backpack-powered, a backpack-powered snowblower? Oh, did you find the missing bolt? The saga continues. Yes. Okay, so I was shoveling the other day. Okay, because you couldn't get your backpack going. And um, I was moving some snow when I saw it. 
So I dropped it when I was going oh. to and from the garage. So, so this is the one where you got this black backpack, backpack snowblower <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. The uh. bolt, one of the bolts wasn't long enough, so you went and got one specially made. Well, Edmonton no. First off, bolt. I, I called them and I oh, said, yeah. this this is not long enough. I need yeah. you to send me. So they sent me two, two, two the more. the exact same ones. The exact same ones. So you so, went and got this one specially from Edmonton. Not and bolt. bolt. And then you lost it immediately. And then I lost and it. And you were too I embarrassed to, to go, go back. back. Because he gave it to me for free. So you found it. <laughs> I found it. So I took this thing out um, yesterday, and I, I put a sheet on the dining room table, <laughs> and I put this thing together, and then I went and bought some two-stroke engine oil, yeah. and I mixed the gas, and I put it in, and I took it outside, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be able to blow snow with my new backpack snowblower. Yeah. I'm not going to have to shovel anymore. You found out it's electric. it's not so I prime it I'm hitting the button and then I grab the damn cord nothing's happening I wrecked the the pole string you pulled it right out Uh, oh, so you can't even get it going. Yeah, I'm in Belgravia, and there's like yeah. people wandering around, and I am swearing, <laughs> I am cursing, I am just about as ready you to, would. I'm about yeah. ready to throw it, and my wife comes out the door, mm-hmm. and she looks at me and goes, "We'll send it back." <laughs> and I went, "Okay, thank you." Yeah, because those like the pulley things, they're not easy to. Well, I did and, that to a lawnmower, and it's like, and man, you know what? A lot of work to get like, that. It's brand new. Yeah, you right. should just send it's it back. A, it's a piece of crap, yeah. clearly. And and I know somebody's listening, going, "I'll come by and I can fix it in two minutes." But I'm I'm telling you right now, I don't want this thing because it's it's literally taking years off my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it, it's it's called a Pro Yama, okay. which I don't even know what the make is, right? So I I'm sending it back. It's going back to China. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done with it. Almost killed me. Yeah. Uh, I knew you guys would find that entertaining. <laughs> I love that you never got to use it. <laughs> never got to use the damn thing. What the f***? Yeah, I won't crazy. need a damn snowblower. Yeah, the day. Let climate change take care of that. FM. Um, you know what? There's a couple of artists that I, I don't know why. When they passed... I had a moment, right? Mm-hmm. And, and generally speaking, I don't have that big of a connection to to to, to bands or artists no. or right. If something changes, the band retires. Like Kiss going away, <laughs> it's not going to ruin my day, right? I listened to a lot of Foo Fighters when uh, Taylor Hawkins died. Yeah, okay. I went through a stage of Foo Fighters. See that one? Uh, it, that one was sad. But yeah, it didn't. Anyway. When what's his not Shane McGowan from the Pokes mm-hmm. passed away, I was like that. That was a moment. I was a, there was a moment there. Where I was, yeah, well, his funeral was so crazy too. And that, and that funeral was cr- yeah. like I loved all the videos from the funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, and, and he died years ago, and he died young. Was and and listen, I know everyone's thinking Werewolves of London, and that's what he's known for. Mm-hmm. But if you dig into his catalog which I did, for whatever reason, I found him years and years ago. I was a fan of Warren Zevon. And so when he passed, it was kind of sad. Yesterday would have been his 77th birthday, so we missed a chance to play some Warren Zevon, so I'm doing it today. Here's your WTF track of the day on Cruise.
with a Chinese menu in his hand. <laughs> Walking through the streets of Tabor in a storm. This is not Warren Z. He was looking for yes, the white corn farm. <laughs> for to get a big dish of cream corn. Oh, yeah. Ah, Tabor. Ah, Great song. Ah, you can smell him around yeah. your back door. <laughs> you better not let him in. Table residents called the cops last night. <laughs> the Tabor again. <laughs> ah, that's great. Great song. By the way, that's the edit. It's the radio edit. Yes. <laughs> Chris. So there's a list of the most overrated beer styles, and this is according to people that make beer. This is See, when I read the list, I was like, oh, this is according to the guy who only drinks one type of beer, and, and he doesn't want to try anything new. But they say, according to brewers, the most overrated beer styles. A bunch of them got together, and they put, to, put together yeah. a list. Um, Let ha- me guess, all the beers I like. Yeah, same. <laughs> hazy IPAs. I've started to get into I hazy, love hazy IPAs. I Trash Panda, like all those. I had a bent yeah. stick hazy IPA oh, last so night good. at dinner. Yeah. Um, so those are on the list. Heavily fruited smoothie beers. I don't know what a smoothie don't know what beer that is. is. New Zealand Pilsners. Okay. Sweet opaque double IPAs. Okay. I have had the odd double IPA. Yeah, I'm usually, a fan. I, I usually try to stay away from it because they... They yeah. pack a bit they're, of a punch. Oh, they're yeah. a good way to start drinking that. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, non-alcoholic beers on there. That's funny. That's funny. Um, well, because all the all the brewers, they're probably upset because they don't want to make them because their owners are making them make non-alcoholic well, and, beers. And it's I didn't know this until we had Miles from Parallel Forty Nine. That you have to get whole new equipment and stuff to make it. Okay, like it's quite expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap to um, get, but I think it's profitable if mm-hmm. you make a good one. Oh, absolutely! If you make a good one, you people can sell want. in grocery stores and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the list, we have lactose heavy beers. <laughs> you see those milk stouts every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pastry stouts. Well, what they're doing now is they'll they'll like they'll brew a batch of beer and like throw a cake in it. <laughs> That's it for, for two Yeah, weeks. they're sweeter and yeah. everything else. Um kettle sours and sour IPAs. Where yeah, are you at with the sours? Cuz I not for I'm, me. I'm a hit and miss cuz I've had a couple where I'm some, like I can see myself drinking six of those. Some <laughs> yes, I'm in, but then there's others I'm like ah. You know, it's kind of the same. That's one thing I never got into was the sour IPAs. Well, we keep getting beer guys down yeah, here, and they like, always bring them, right? It's a huge it thing tastes right better now. when they're free, but it's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. There, of the course, overrated IPAs. I've just started buying hazy yeah, IPAs. You, you ruined it. Yeah. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. 
We're calling massive damage. Do you want to deal with the, the conflict you two are dealing with like right now out of the gates? It's not really a conflict. I think you guys are just reading something into it. I don't think we are. He's not taking you with them. Good morning, gents. Before we get into the documentary, is there anything you want to say to Jimmy about this weekend and you replacing him with Bad Apple Bruce? <laughs> yeah, we noticed you're wrestling this weekend in Redwater, and there is a little person on the bill, and it is not little Pedro. It's little Bad Apple Bruce. And uh, Jimmy's... Bad Apple Bruce uh, actually couldn't make the booking either, so... Oh, oh there you go. Step in, Jimmy. Step in. Dust off the old leechador mask. Get down there. <laughs> well, I think that was actually the plan. Was That's why they booked him, is they were going to have him work a little thing with Jimmy, but then... You guys know Bruce. He's he's not the most reliable. Wow. Probably had to spend time with his kids. (laughs) He gives gift cards once a year. Uh, All right. Enough of that. Okay. Tell us a little bit about this death tour documentary because you were just at a film festival down in Utah, if I'm not mistaken, Slam Dance Film Festival, and there was a showing and kind of a cool project. First off, what was your role in it? Were you in the documentary? I was. The the critics have said I am the aging veteran looking for my second shot at glory. <laughs> found my found my glory in the nineties. That's I'm all nice for another run. Always <laughs> nice to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I you know, I, I it brings me back to the wrestler. I guess I now Randy the Ram. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've had nothing but positive reviews over it. Um, this tour is an infamous tour. It's gone for 50-some years. Wow. And really what it, what it is is there's not a lot of these tours around where you can wrestle for like two and three weeks in a row, day after day after day after day. Mm-hmm. And that's how people get good. You have to, you have to, you know, practice your craft. So yeah. when you're doing shows here and there, every weekend here and there, it's hard or once a month or once every couple months. Now you're getting, you know, 15, 20 shows crammed into 15, 20 days. So you learn your craft if you're young. Uh, the thing, they call it the death tour. And the reason why it was called that for years is because if there's a death out on these communities, they shut the, re- the place down, right? So there's no okay. shows or anything. So huh. um, when we, it was just weird. So when we went on, I, I shouldn't say weird. It's something that opened our eyes. When we went on this tour, there was just like an epidemic of suicides, like mm. 10 of them. Yeah. So it opened our eyes to a lot of things. And it's never, you know, in the 50 years that this tour has been running, and however long it's been called the death tour, I don't think people realize the real message. So the documentary really hits on, you know, a lot of different things. Of course, the matriarch, who, if you don't know, uh, she's she's one of our wrestlers, but she also lost her son to a drunk driver. Yeah. So she's she's also a person that, you know, we, we go and talk. Jimmy likes to talk about bullying. I have my thing with, you know, drugs and alcohol and, and my, you know, my battles, my addiction and my demons and everything. And then, you know, Sage talks about, you know, hope and, and, and living, uh, you know, and, and they're going to rename this tour the Life Tour. Oh. So I'm just, I just love everything because basically this is these people's lives out here. Yeah. We're bringing something to them that they don't get. So it's exciting. And when, like, you know, another critic said the stars of the show are the kids. Because yep. there are hundreds of kids at every one of these places that just come out and boo and cheer. And they just have so much fun. And it gives them that, you know, maybe a few hours like, hey, look, we got to do this. And so, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Chris Jericho was involved uh, as a producer of the documentary. Did he wrestle in this in this tour back in the day? So 
he's been on not the the winter ones, but he's going on the summer tours, which is if they go to the same communities. Yeah. And now you're battling in the summer. You're battling bugs. You're putting a ring on a boat. <laughs> you're hoping yeah. you don't make it because the things leak in water. And <laughs> to get to some <laughs> of these communities. Yeah. Yeah. To get to these communities because they just don't have anything like that. CBC, APTN, and Fight will be carrying it, right? Like uh, it, They're actually yeah, going to show it. Won't, it won't be out till fall on those networks. So right now they're doing the festivals. Oh. We're really hoping that they're going to do the Edmonton Film Festival because two of us are, are you know, in it fairly, you know, we're, we're co-stars, I guess, of, 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 the, of the show. So really Big hoping focus. that they're going to do the Edmonton Film Festival. And, and that's the plan, as many of the Canadian ones, and then probably a theater run, and then release it to these places. So that's it's, awesome. It's, it's a big deal. It's really cool, and it was cool to be a part of. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited to see this one. Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, and I appreciate the invite to, um, to the opening here, the theater. Theatrical yeah, release sure. in Canada or in Edmonton, if it does happen at the film festival. When you get news of that massive, let us know so we we can start helping you promote that, right? And then we'll. No, I, we'll I appreciate it, and I hope everybody sees it because there's a, you know there's a great message in there too. Beautiful. Listen, massive damage. We got MPW tickets to give away next week for your show next Friday, and uh, Jimmy will let you know when you can pick them up for the for the trip this weekend. He's you gonna, got it. He's gonna get the speedo on for a uh, little one. All right. <laughs> Have a great day. Looking Talk forward to, to seeing this doc, okay? Great. I can't, I hope, I can't wait to see it. I hope we get to see it together, Locke, because I want to know. I'm really curious to see what you think of this. All right. Take care, brother. Thanks, You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.